Tosh, did you bring enough for the whole group? What are you eating? <laughs> <laughs> the second time I see you snuck, snuck off, what do you got? She got a fire a turkey ha- sandwich. Firehouse soap. A turkey sandwich. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Welcome back or welcome for the first time. Man, we uh, are back for, I think this episode, what's this, 11? Officially 11? I don't know. Rob's like, eh, I don't know. Some number. Some number. This is, that's where we are. But, double uh, digits. This is all it is. Double, double digits. digits. Exactly. Um, I personally want to thank everybody who has listened. Um, thank you for all your downloads and all your likes and all your comments, man. We really appreciate that. Um, we... Uh, we're still down a few members because uh, everybody has commitments. No big deal. Uh, Jay Pat, we miss you. Megan, we miss you. Hope everything's going good with the the family and uh, happy birthday to little Miss Pepper. And uh, Terrence, heal up, brother. Heal up, man. We need you back. So, man, how's everybody doing? Everybody good? Real good. Real good. Yep, good. Yeah. Mike's back. Tosh is back. Quincy's got on his... Uh, his Randall Cunningham jersey. Absolute fire. Nobody wants to come downstairs until I'm recording. I got like a party in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like, really? <laughs> That's the way it works, man. So you hit the countdown and everybody popped up like they saw the countdown. <laughs> they just knew it. <laughs> they said, all right. They said, Dad's ready to work. Let's go downstairs and get something to eat. Right, right. Hey, man, that's that life. It's the life, man. So, all right, let's just jump straight into this, man. Um, We waited to talk about Spider-Man, and this is the week. You know, we're two weeks behind everybody else, but who cares? I don't. Um, So, off top, everybody's first impressions, overall impressions of Spider-Man, No Way Home. Robert. It was wonderful. I, I loved it. It was really good. Oh, Tosh. I really, really loved it. <laughs> I, I, I did. <laughs> great. Quincy. It was okay. It was a good movie. Look at this. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I liked it a lot. A lot, lot. And it was, um, it was great. Okay. Mike. I loved it. I loved it. I I was in it. Um, yeah, I was there. I had I was crying the whole nine. I I thought it was a great movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I agree with every one of you except for Quincy. It was not just okay. It was it was a great movie. Um, I said great. What are you talking after about? You said it was okay. Nah, it's <laughs> like I'm not really. I don't like hand out like uh, compliments that freely. Like, it was good. I loved it. Like, it was I great. loved it. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I will hand out compliments that freely. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was good. Mike, what's better than good? Great. You know, I said great. Mike will light you up. Even uh, even off for two weeks, Mike will light you up. Oh man, like come on, man. It's not going to the new year with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hey. a duck to duck, right? 
It was amazing. Yeah, it's cool. It was amazing. It's good. I agree. It was. It was. Uh, it 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 tugged at your heartstrings. It brought back a lot of memories of older mm-hmm. movies. And man, it was absolutely amazing to me. Um, great writing. The special mm-hmm. effects were great. I mean, wow. Uh, hands down, in my opinion, I agree with like ninety seven percent of what the internet says. It's the best MCU movie. To date, next it's definitely to, my next my favorite Spider Man movie now. Period. Yeah, well, I can see that. My 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 still my favorite movie is going to be The Winter Soldier. No matter what you say, mm-hmm. this one is right up there. It, it's better than Endgame ever thought of being. Um, I loved Endgame. This is a lot better than Endgame because it has it had a lot more meaning to me um, as a fan. Mm-hmm. So, it, Endgame so, was a great movie, but my, my my the best part of Endgame is when Thor when uh, Captain America picked up the hammer. That's yeah. really the only part of Endgame I can tell you right now. But this movie was good See, front when, to back. Okay. When Tony snapped. Like that that was that part and when Captain Thor was watching him dying. Like that always like whenever I watch that scene at you gonna talk about you were crying, like I always get like like, damn, we lost Tony. And you know, it, it he, he made the sacrifice play. When, the one that Cap said he would never make. I'm with that, but when he picked that hammer up, that was for me. When I, when I saw that hammer get lifted up, I knew it was, I hollered. I was that guy in the theater that I hollered. He looked around, who's that hollering? That was me. I was like, ah! That was, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was when um, Toby McGuire walked into the, when he walked on the screen. Yeah. That's how oh, I was. Yeah. When, when I saw, uh, what's the other guy's name? Garfield, when he walked up, I said, yes, Lord. And then we told him again. <laughs> oh, so, I saw that so, giant mop of hair come walking through so that how, portal. Oh, yeah. Yes, Lord. I said it. Yes, Lord. How, and Toby came. It was how over. loud did you scream when uh, the foe stabbed him? I hollered a little bit, but I knew he wasn't going to die. I was like, all right. I was like, he better not kill Yeah, him, they can't man. kill Toby. I was like, no. <laughs> now, I did yell there yeah. because, uh, you know, I love Toby, too. And I was like. Speaking of Defoe, like he was brilliant. Okay, now, now I'm gonna hand out a compliment <laughs> there. So, like out of all those movies, like in the original trilogy, I, I felt that it was wasted that he was killed, even though he was like popping up as like a ghost or apparition. Like he was fantastic in the first Spider-Man with Toby, and they brought him back, and he took it to like another level to a point where mm-hmm. I can say I will elevate him to like the top comic book villains like he was great he was like i love that and it, okay now that i'm my memory banks are being refreshed like this movie gave us something like technically a rematch which doesn't happen in movies in dc or marvel because they kill their villains like it's nothing more mm-hmm. nothing more like like they know each other you know it was a rematch and he treated it as such like he fought like that mm-hmm. uh you know, it's like, I don't care what Spider-Man you are. I hate all Spider-Man. I'm going to powerbomb you through the 31st floor into the 20th floor. And, like, it was great. Play head games he with you. He was great. Yeah, he was, he was great. He was great. Yeah, Willem. He was great. Willem was great. They're, they're yeah. compliments right there. He was great. Yeah. 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 And I, he, uh, he, he proved something that a lot of people were saying, even back in the first one, is, is that Willem Dafoe's face is scarier than that goblin mask could ever be. <laughs> <laughs> so and they listened to that mm-hmm. and bam we got it and they he pulled it off he put so much effort into that role it, it mm-hmm. was really great watching him flip back and forth from being completely calm to a psychopath was insane 
Yeah. And he, like, I know people talk about Thanos and Joker and, you know, all these popular villains with quotables. Like, he had the quotes in the first one that always stick with me when he was on the bridge. He's like, this is why fools are, like, he, this is why fools are heroes, because some maniac comes along and gives you an impossible choice. Like, he was just, he was, he continued the greatness and with the MCU polish on it. Like, I can't stop saying enough good things about the folk. Yeah, so a, you know, just a quick rundown of just how the movie played out before we start going on too many tangents. We already talked about Defoe and everybody's showing up. But basically, Tom Holland, with his uh, being outed by uh, Alex Jones, Jameson, uh, he's now infamous, uh, wasn't able to get into school, and him and MJ and Ned all were trying to get into colleges and the MIT and stuff like that. And they were rejected. So he decided, you know, well, maybe we need to take a magical approach and goes to Dr. Strange. And because, you know, Spider-Man's always been a blabbermouth. That's what you did. not shut up while he's trying to encant, while, while Strange is trying to encant that spell and it all goes awry. And uh, all of a sudden we got, Unbeknownst to him, we have uh, multiverse threats popping up and trying to attack him. And um, from there, that's that's basically how the movie plays out. Them trying to it, it's it's basically Tom's first uh, interaction with a villain that's an actual villain and not just somebody who is you know down on their luck and just trying to make yeah. themselves better, but actually going against a real villain. And, uh, you know, yeah, for real. Does anybody think that that whole break in the multiverse, like the sky brought anybody else over besides the obvious venom? Anybody the potential is there. The potential is there for anybody to pop up. That could be a quick way to bring mutants in. They they're just a quick boom. They're, they're coming. They're here. You know, yeah, yeah, because the the main the main caveat was that the only people who were jumping through were the ones who knew who Peter Parker was. Everybody else, see, and so did everybody else see Rhino, the the shadow of the yeah, cloud formation of Rhino. I saw, yeah, I think there was I saw Rhino, Craven. I saw Craven, Craven Scorpion. I saw Craven. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't uh, Paul Giamatti in a big Rhino suit. It was like the actual <laughs> guy Rhino. Mm-hmm. You know, in in the the you can't believe that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can. I was on some power. I was on some Power Rangers type. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> what's her name that always screamed that looked really mad all the time? Rita, Rita, Rita Repulsa, Rita Repulsa. Oh God, man! Yeah. Sidebar: My boys just started watching the OG uh, Power Rangers, mm-hmm. and I cannot keep them off the couch mm-hmm. now. They're fly kicking everything in the mm-hmm. house. Where did where was it? Angel Grove is Angel that where Grove. they lived? Mm-hmm. People talk about not wanting to live in Gotham. Who lives in Angel Grove? They're giant monsters. Everything's coming through there. Like they have a fight every day. Giant, giant monster. Yeah, monsters. that's true. At Angel least Grove. the sun comes out. The sun does not come out in Gotham. It's always <laughs> dark. But it it comes out on a wasteland. Though. You know, the only thing that that's standing is the high school and the that, juice bar. That uh, <laughs> the juice bar. <laughs> that table. <laughs> You know, God forbid anything happens to that. <laughs> in Zordon's place, yeah. Those are the three safe safe places. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. See, now I got it. 
My wife, she threatened him the other day. She was like, I'm going to turn off every Power Rangers episode if you don't sit down as they're mm-hmm. jumping from the stairs to the couch. I was like, oh, my gosh. Because you're going to ruin my afternoon if you cut that off because I can't. I can't deal with that. I got a parent somehow. So, Tosh, overall. Yes, sir. I mean, you said it was a, it was a great movie. What what was your favorite part of the movie? Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite part. I just enjoyed the whole movie in general. Um, When I went, the audience there, it was pretty packed. So everybody was wooing and clapping and everything. So I think for me, my favorite part was the bringing in of Toby and Andrew through the portal simply because of how the audience was reacting to it. And it, it got me really, really excited. Um, one of the parts that I teared up at was Aunt May dying. That, that oh. hurt. That, that I wasn't expecting them to kill her off. <laughs> um, I saw her get stabbed. But I didn't think that it it would result in her death, so that part hurt. Um, Let me think. I would say that it was pretty comedic how everybody was in Doctor Strange's dungeon behind all of the cages and stuff, and they were just bouncing off each other with quips and things. That was pretty funny too. Yeah, Jamie Foxx, he owned he owned every scene he was in, man. Jamie Foxx owned every scene he was in. Mm-hmm. I, I really I really dug the way that they handled him. Watching May die was 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 heart-wrenching. You know, it was always a rumor that somebody big was going to die, everybody thought it was going to be happy and all the rest of that stuff. But watching Tom go through all that, watching, you know, his version of Peter Parker go through the, the loss of his aunt was just you know yeah that terrible that was that was tough it was real tough so mike favorite scene man favorite scene uh if yeah. i had to narrow it down it's gonna be when toby walked in just that one yeah. part when he just toby walked it was that's kind of an easy scene for me to pick because toby's been my favorite Fox spider-man i've always said that when toby walked in i was just that made the movie because you're an hour in already i'm like look if i don't get another spider-man soon if i don't get another spider-man soon it's gonna be on then andrew walked in and i was good when toby walked in i was like yes there it is that's what i've been waiting for that's that's exactly (laughs) what i've been waiting for and it was it was worth the wait it was definitely worth the wait the whole youth pastor it was cool he was toby was awesome yep (laughs) <laughs> you know. yeah. Yeah. It, it fixed a lot of problems. I was when they before they even said that when he was walking in in his like street clothes, I was like, "Are they just using him as a small cameo? Is he actually going to be Spider Man right. in this?" Mm. And then when he's like, "Yeah, I still yeah, have just pulled like, his oh, collar aside." Okay, yeah, there it is. Right, <laughs> there Spider Man is here. Real Spider Man. My Spider Man is here. Now. <laughs> <laughs> felt like That's a Superman moment where you reveal the 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 emblem on yeah. underneath he the shirt. He did it like really cool. Like, yeah, here you go. Here you go, young man. Here. That's but, how he did it. Speaking of Toby, he proved himself to be the physically strongest Spider Man. Because of the way that, you know, when, when Tom was thrashing around and had that thing he was trying to kill mm-hmm. uh, Goblin with, he just kind of stopped him and just looked at him dead face. He was like, yeah, 
Yeah, we're not going to do this. This is not no. what we do. Yeah. But he he was definitely est- uh, established as the alpha spider. He outwebbed uh, Andrew in the, the living room, too, when they were uh, dueling there for a second. He uh, webbed him up on the wall. I was like, yeah, they, they're giving him the uh, the nods here. Oh, yeah. Which is, I found amusing. Yeah, nice you, you can you compare the fight that uh, Tobey Maguire had in his movies with the goblin versus how the goblin was thrashing around Tom Holland, like a rag doll. You can see who is definitely the physically more powerful mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Yep. 100%. I mean, he had some miles on him. He's like, he's like our age. You yeah. Know? And so he's, uh, he, he was still handling his, you know, and, a, mm-hmm. and a, I read a, a, a meme the other day online and it was talking about how, the the web slingers on um, Spider Man's suit, you have to compress. Mm-hmm. I think it was sixty five pounds before it'll it, you know shoot out a web. Mm. Wow! And nobody could. Yeah, you can't compress sixty five pounds, and that, th- they did that. Spidey did that to prevent it from anybody ever taking his web slingers and using them against anybody else. Mm. So I think that was pretty cool. That's nice. Pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the web shooter scene, speaking of in the movie, that was that funny. was pretty awesome. Where they was. were like, "It comes out of you." Like, do you have blockage? <laughs> that was Instead awesome. of having no. canisters, performance issues. And they were like, "Peter in the, in the they were in the lab, and all three Peters were working." And I think mm-hmm. um, MJ or why am I blanking Ned. on the best buddy's name? Ned. Ned, thank you. They were like, we need Peter. But they were like, are you talking about you, Peter? That Peter? And someone Peter, online Peter. was like, they pretty much made that meme. They made the meme of sub- pointing at each other. Yeah. Of the pointing at each <laughs> other. Like, well, he's Peter, you're Peter. That was funny, yeah, my- too. I would say that was one of my favorite scenes as well. I posted a, a, a small clip of my favorite scene is whenever they went into battle and all three of them ran off the scaffolding yes. and jumped off. Honestly, that was like that was like comparison to on your left and I am Iron Man when it came down to emotional like pulling on you. Those are the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, watching that happen, it was amazing. And watching um, Toby land and then Andrew land and then, you know, Tom land. It was like, oh, my gosh, this is what it is. And I was in I was in the theater like you, Mike. I was like, woo. Yes. I was like, yeah, before yeah. he was like, what? I'm hollering. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> My boy's uh, looking at me like, Dad, what's so what's so great about this? That I will let you watch it. Just eat your popcorn. Hush. So yeah. overall, man, I mean, Spider-Man, what were I mean, besides uh May passing away and uh what was the to me, I'm going to ask you, what was the biggest, you know, like, uh, heart tugging, you know, tear jerking moment um, that happened? Andrew, Andrew saving MJ, getting his redemption it's gotta for be that. Yeah. It has to be that. It, it had to be, be him. Yep. It, it had to be him. Yeah. Once, he, once he walked through the portal, I knew it was him that caught her. At the end. You know, he saw her flying in the, the trailer. Once he walked yeah. through the portal, I knew he had to get his redemption. He had to. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that caught me I up. Think- the I think it was the overall uh, the overall redemption. Now Andrews was um, it was pretty obvious, but Toby had one too when he saved the goblins because he did he died fighting them. Mm-hmm. 
in the first one by a glider, you know, with that and that um Holland was about to put through him after he died, you know, everything went downhill with his friend and his life and with Harry, they went down that path. They saved those villains, uh, and some of them, especially in Toby's movies, they were a victim of like some accident, you know. And mm-hmm. it's funny they did everything that typically does not have in an MC movie, MCU movie, which is well, any comic movie really, which is save the villains. You know, like the only evil one was Toby um, was uh, Green Goblin, but even he was a victim. And he was my favorite part. All right, the power bomb through the—that's the most savage move I've seen in a like. He fought with so much ferocity and hate. It was yeah. He was great. He was scary. Like, he was psychopath. He was like he was the the best part of that movie to me. Like he was that good to yeah. me, and I and I liked him that much from the original one. Yeah, like I loved the foe as the green guy. Would you like him with waves? Or without waves, yo. Know, with waves would be even, even great, <laughs> even better. Waves would be good. You know, right. I just finished watching, uh, you know, reading Dark Adventures with Norman Osborn, and I was, <laughs> you know, I was thinking about him uh, uh, when I was reading those. But he was, he did not, he didn't disappoint at all. Yeah. He did not disappoint. Another thing for me is, and I can, and we talked about this in other shows. I hated the uh, Uncle Tony Stark. I, I said it earlier in the offline. I hated that mentor relationship. I hated him using the Iron Spider uniform. I hated Happy being around, babysitting him. At the end, when it was just him, like I said earlier, him in a blue suit, him in his suit. He, I, I love that. Um, that made him Spider-Man for me. He really had, hadn't been a Spider-Man for me. He was Iron Man Jr.-ish. You know, I didn't, I didn't like him depending on all this other technology. First, Peter Parker makes his own technology. I'm Spider-Man. I do what I do. I, mm-hmm. I don't need Tony Stark to make this for me. And, you know, oh, I mean, he did do the Iron Spider suit, but other than that, Peter Parker did his own thing. Yeah. And, I, and he, you know, I, when at the end they got rid of all that, when it was just him, I loved that. It, I loved him just being Spider Man. And that, that, like I said, that made it my, my favorite Spider Man movie. I had to change my rating. It was this now, Spider Verse, and then it's uh, Spider Man 1. Spider Man 1 is still my favorite over Spider Man 2. Right. Only because oh. it, it, it just took so long. That movie was 12 years in court just to come mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So when it, just to finally get Spider-Man on screen, that's the only reason why I put it over the, the one with Dr. Octopus because it took forever to get there. But I think that when Iron Man, when Tony showed up in Civil War and pretty much diverted Tom Holland's, Peter Parker's path in life, when he diverted that and pulled him into... um. Eastern Europe is when things went sideways. When he became mm-hmm. Uncle Tony, when he popped out of that armor, is that no, Civil War? No. no, when he showed up, okay, in Civil War and said, "Hey, I want you, I want you to work with me over in Europe to go, you know, calm down Cap and all them." Mm-hmm. He diver- he changed Spider Man's story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He could have because um, Peter at that point was still making his own tech. Mm-hmm. He had his own suit. He was still making stuff in his room. But when Tony showed up and pulled him out is when the narrative changed, when the whole story changed, because Peter was on his path to do whatever he wanted to do. So when Tony showed up, he did become, you know, he did become Uncle Tony and uh, it changed Peter Parker's path. But now with the with the reset, 
he's back on path and he's, he's in front of his, his sewing machine and um, making his own suits and nobody knows who he is. And he's yes. back to his OG apartment that we all are familiar with. If you've read a Spider-Man book, you're familiar with the, with the little small closet of an apartment and that's just who he is, you know, <coughs> eating, eating pizzas and, and living his life. Mm-hmm. But being broke, being broke, broke. That Parker Luck. Yeah, that's all it is. It's that Parker luck. That's um, one thing that is kind of weird with the Uncle Tony thing is that Parker and his friends were trying to get into MIT and MIT is where Tony Stark is from. Mm -hmm. A quick letter to Pepper or to Happy and they would have been admitted easily, yeah. despite the the controversies with whatever. I mean, he got our our cameo from Daredevil, Charlie Cox, which is nice. Got yeah, him off of any. Nice. He oh, got him that... out of any legal trouble, and so it was just his fame, which I'll 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 defer back to the plaque in Hawkeye. They knew who all them are, and they're not getting hounded like Peter is. True, they just sure would have to say, well. Again, you know, they, they if he's famous now, then they know that Spider-Man works with Iron Man. And a quick interview would say that Spider-Man invented his web slingers. And that would get you into MIT if you were able to invent something like that. And that's that's one of the little story beats that's kind of didn't sit well with me for the movie. That and the Accords. Where, like, I, I there was, I was expecting to see Ross at some point. You know, like, uh it's just like in the comics, the Civil War came and went, and there were really no repercussions after registration and everything. Like there, like it was just. It, you know what else was weird when he said that all you have to do is check with Nick Fury, and he'll tell you. And he said, and the guy in the office, like Nick Fury, is, is off planet. And I was like, how do you know that? Like it was, it was, it was just a little strange. Like yeah, because some... wasn't there a there was a scroll yeah. that was planted as. As right, but it's Fury. like it's a shield agent that's like not with shield anymore, deep, deep wherever he is. But oh yeah, we we got a letter from Nick. He's not on planet right now. Like oh, okay. that's a Wikipedia search. That's all that is. <laughs> I don't know. A little strange. So before we change, I got to bring up all of the different Tom Holland Spider Man suits that we saw in this one movie. There was the original one mm-hmm. that he wore in the beginning. Yeah. That then got all the goop on it. And then he had to he tried to get it washed. So he changed into a second suit, which was all black. That was the all black one, right? And then he Doctor Strange well, gave he, him he, that wrist thing. He flipped he the gooey one suit. inside out. Yeah. Oh, it's flipped inside out. The, the black suit, that's mm-hmm. why you saw all the like, electronics and stuff. He the had wires yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah he, he flipped I, it inside out. I thought it was a second suit. Okay, well then scratch See, that. See, I was with you. So I, thought, then, I thought it was a second suit too. <laughs> I thought it was a second suit. When I saw the trailers, I thought it was some out? new special suit because he had that gauntlet mm-hmm. and everything. No, he just right. couldn't get it clean. Now thought. that he mentions it, yeah. Yeah, he, could, he couldn't get it clean. Yeah, he you saw him scrubbing it, and so then he decided to just flip it inside out. I think I don't know if they I, mentioned not, it like verbally, but I don't, they, maybe like I they showed him Washington in the sink or then yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. and he couldn't like get, he can't it. get it out or whatever. So 
I thought he gave it to Aunt May. She cleaned it. And while she was cleaning it, he had a second suit. So I might have missed something. But anyway, so then there was that. Then he got the nano suit he wore against Doc Ock. Then Mm -hmm. Doc Ock's tech took the nano stuff out. So then he went back to his original suit, right? After Mm -hmm. that. Then Mm -hmm. he he went and got another suit from the storage bin in Happy's apartment. The MacGuffin creator? (laughs) Yeah. The MacGuffin generator in his closet. (laughs) So with that suit, then the tech from Doc Ock's um, arms went back on to Tom's suit that he got made from tony's tech and it changed the emblem of the spider then we got the suit at the very end that was handmade it was a lot of suits to keep track of yeah i mean to try to keep more of track. the traditional blue and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all the all the suits that spidey <laughs> has worn over the years that's just a small you know those are the most popular ones in the movie, I mean, just talk about yeah. Well, why do you think they make him such a hunt in those Spider-Man games oh. to have all fifty of the costumes? Because he's got so many damn costumes. Yeah, it's a trade-off in the game too. You know, you you can either take hits or be more offensive, and you know all the rest of that stuff. Oh, but yeah, great point, Tosh. There was a a lot of suits in that man, a whole lot. But I'm I'm glad it happened. It's uh, that movie had to happen. Uh, after, after all the stuff and everybody being pissed off about Tom Holland and you know this is my Spidey and all the rest of that jazz, this had to happen because it it actually reset the whole thing and I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to how Definitely. they handle the rest of it, you know, because now he's back to square one. He's back to, like I said before, to where Peter Parker was before <laughs> Uncle Tony showed up mm-hmm. and pulled him to Sokovia to the airport. You know, now he's back to where he was, except he doesn't have his aunt with him and uh, he's all by himself. Well, now he has to find a job and he has no girlfriend and his best friend doesn't know who he is. And, you know, you know, it's a terrible life. I didn't realize and I was kind of ashamed of that, that, that Ned Leeds was actually the hobgoblin. I didn't realize yeah. that, that when I first saw Ned, I thought they were kind of com- making him a Genki character from the mm-hmm. Miles Morales universe. Me I too. didn't realize that they basically just swapped Ned and, and he has a, his own comic identity. I really didn't realize that until like I came home and my, my, my wife was asking some questions and I was like, oh, wow, this is so this is the Hobgoblin Ned Leeds. OK, wow. I didn't I, I didn't realize that. I, I did the same thing. And, and the girl he was uh, with in the second movie, Betty, she's. Um... She married the hob- the Green Goblin, Harry. No, she married Carrie in the mm-hmm. comics, right? Well, yeah, like I, like I caught her name last year. I'm like, oh, that's such and such, and like they 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 drop people's names here and there, but they aren't the way we like the way they were like in Toby's movies or like in the comics. They just it's like a name drop mm-hmm. almost. So that's probably why in the movie. When he was asking, you know, what happened to all of your best friends? Toby was saying, well, my best friend, 
you know, tried to kill me. And then Ned just had mm-hmm. this serious look on his face. Maybe it was a nod to the Hobgoblin stuff you guys were talking about. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. He kind of lied on Harry. Harry was trying to save him before he died in that third Spider-Man movie when they were fighting Sandman. Like he, they were fighting in the beginning, but he showed up and saved him at the end before he died. Like, come on, Peter. Come on. Give Harry some credit. Yeah, yeah. Give him some credit. Give, give him. Tosh, did you bring enough for the whole group? What are you eating? <laughs> <laughs> the second time I see you snuck, snuck off, what do you got? She got a it's fire a turkey ha- sandwich. Firehouse soap. A turkey sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. At least it didn't say something. I'm going to you out there. I, I saw. I saw you a minute ago. You you uh you, you went for a bite and then you were about to come back. He's like, you know, let me get another bite. This thing is great. <laughs> it's a really good sandwich and I'm really yeah, hungry. I'm sorry. She's I'm like sorry. I'm she sorry. said my man made me a sandwich before you went and played Halo. I'm good. <laughs> She's good. Yeah. But man, um, yeah. Sorry about the sandwich, Tosh. I thought it was funny too. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Um, I think they pretty much covered Spider-Man. Anybody else got anything they want to uh, say before we move on to the next topic? Yeah, I'm uh, uh, excited. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Ahead. I guess we I, all do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, you go first. I, I, I'm uh, like, I, I hope this is something they like look into and because it, it, this looks like they're going to do this with two characters. Uh, I'm looking forward to like another trilogy and like a next chapter with spider-man and i know they're kind of doing this with with uh with thor also but uh, i think it's a good idea um <coughs> to keep going like just because you're at three doesn't mean you should just you know we're done you know th- this was a great movie and you gotta kind of follow up on that you can't leave it like that right and uh, i hope they you know marvel whoever you know moving forward like just because you get to the end of the trilogy that doesn't mean that it's over. Yes. You know, like keep telling that story. Like, you know, I, 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 I'm excited for, for what comes next for him and Thor too, but for Tom, uh, Tom, Spider-Man, especially. But just don't reboot it. Just slide another actor in. You don't have to go yeah. through the whole origin story again. Just slide somebody in like you did with James. Yeah. Bond they, flicks. they made, they made this Holland trilogy, basically the, a very elongated origin story for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They went reverse, yeah, I, which is, to me, amazing. You know, it's like I said, I mean, I said it before, I said it again. In Civil War, when Tony got him, he was perfectly happy being a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, stopping people from, you know, robbing buses and banks and all the rest of that stuff. But then Tony jerked him off his path, and now he's back on his path, and he lost everything in the process. Which is what Peter Parker has done through his whole comic career, mm-hmm. is that as soon as he gets up, he gets knocked back down plus one, you know? And so now he's he's lost his his family, his friends, and he has to start all over again. They did his whole origin story in reverse, and they pretty much put it back to where it was supposed to be to make all the Spidey fans happy and all the fans happy as overall. I love the story. I love the way um, Tom Holland did Spider-Man. It was great. I think he got cheated on his intro because he showed up 92 minutes into Civil War and now he gets to he spider-man the character in the mcu sony whatever whichever way they want to take it is going to get a better start and with the multiverse opening up 
in that movie, I think we should see a Miles showing up. That's what I wanted to point out. How that's the big question. How are they going to do Miles? I think he'll show up in Brooklyn somewhere and just be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I hope so. I think Sony should. Um, I think they need to leave Holland with MCU and just do their own thing, like uh, with another Spider-Man or with, you know, with the rumors. Finish. Let Andrew get his third, mm-hmm. or do the Miles Morales. Like, just leave Tom here. You've established the multiple Spider-Man thing. It doesn't have to be one. You know, do 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 your own thing, like. Uh, and, you know, Marvel's proven they can bring in the money, the the seats, mm-hmm. the interest. Mm-hmm. Doing Spider Man, just like you're 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 fixing something that ain't broke right now. Yeah. Like if you want to do Spider Man, then just make another Spider Man or continue with Andrew deserves another one. Um, after that, like it's his story wasn't finished. No. Like uh, like Toby, it's he, like he Tasha's sandwich much, right now. It's not finished. Nah, nah, I think that thing is <laughs> nope. finished. Not finished. <laughs> nah. Still here. Uh, uh, but um, yeah, Sony. Don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, let it ride. Like, do I think they should do a Miles Morales movie if they don't do Andrew? Like, make them come together for a crossover or whatever. Like, but don't don't take yeah. Spider Man from Marvel. No, I'll, I'm gonna run on, on that in a second. Go ahead, Tosh. Yep. On that note, we didn't talk about the end credit scene yet. So. From Venom, let there be. I didn't see any of the Venom movies, so I'm only going by what I've seen on the internet. The end, the post credit scene for Carnage brought Venom and oh my god, help me name Tom Hardy's character name. Mm-hmm. Eddie, Eddie Brock. Brock. Bro- Eddie Brock. Thank you. Eddie Brock. They brought him in. To the mo- and to the MCU at the end of his movie, I'm like, okay, we might get to see Venom do something. Whole movie goes by, nothing. Then we get the post credit scene where Eddie's at the tiki bar. Lou, uh oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was say, I'm sure you knew. Um, then he's at the tiki bar, and then poof, Eddie's sent back to his reality, but li- leaves a tiny bit of symbiote behind Mm -hmm. so one Mm -hmm. i'm kind of disappointed that we didn't get any kind of eddie brock thing because they kind of hyped it up at the post credit of his movie and then Mm -hmm. we go into um no way home and all he's doing is okay i need to find out about this spider-man and just leaves which then ties back to the movie how did um how did Eddie Brock even get pulled into this universe in the first place if only people were pulled who knew Spider-Man, which then people have brought up the theory that the symbiote, this is one hive mind, parallel universe, the symbiote from Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, knew Peter Parker, shared that information with the Eddie Brock symbiote, knows of Peter Parker, and then that's why he got pulled into No Way Home. But I wish mm-hmm. that was a little cl- more clarified than just having to read on they, the internet why he They did clarify that his... at the end of uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage. At the end, he mentions that the Venom symbiotes are a multiversal hive mind. Yeah. Okay, well, so then and I... And that's pr- why he, he, 
when Eddie was going to access the information, that's when the whole thing happened. And then he saw Spider-Man on the TV at the end credit scene of that movie. Oh, because it was still, it was still fuzzy and gray to me too. I was agreeing with Tasha because I could see where she was coming from. But whenever it was about to happen and then he gets pulled out, you know, it's just like it it left that, Mm -hmm. that, that small bit of question, but yeah, I can see that. I mean, if if you read the King in black, you know that they're all hot. Which is awesome. Awesome. Great book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea because I didn't see the Venom movies yet. So for me, thinking that, you know, there's the Sony universe and then there's a the Marvel universe they weren't going to touch. In this movie, they're touching and they didn't kind of expand for those who are missing that little bit of information. I just wish they That's that whole, clarified it in no they way home. Put- a little bit. They should have put an FFR. They should have put an FFR at the beginning of that email for future reference. Um, <laughs> we're going to be tying all this together in like seven years. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Rob, you want to go on something? Which, it it, it kind of makes you wonder of like which which Venom is going to show up in the MCU now because now you got a, a bit of the symbiote, which I hope they still voice with Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. even though you know it's not going to be Tom Hardy, uh, Eddie Brock the symbiote is still part of that of that hole that came from there. So I'm hoping it's voiced by the same one, but there are other hosts that have had this venom symbiote, right? That might not be Eddie Brock. Yeah. Flash Thompson well, was great. The only other one was uh Gargan, um, who was Scorpion. Um, he was venom for a while. He was, uh, on the dark, like the, the Spider-Man that was with the dark Avengers was the guy who was Scorpion. Yeah. And he had the venom yeah. suit. And what happened in that bar was really, really similar to when um, the symbiote broke Eddie Brock out of jail after he thought he he was dead. It broke him out of jail. His uh, his um, jailmate or whatever the, per- the person he was sharing the cell with was Cletus, uh, which was Carnage. The symbiote gave birth during the breakout and left a little drop. That was so weird. And. And he left, and it looked like it was a piece of Venom, but he gave birth, and uh, Eddie was explaining to Spider-Man, like, hey, like, my my other, when they give birth, it's not really a big deal to them, so he ain't think to mention it to me. But it mixed with whatever was going uh, it was with Cletus's blood. And because it was born on Earth, it had different powers, and it was stronger than Venom, but it might be a, just a different one. If they're doing it that way, it, it, it really shot for shot. It reminded me of that when he uh, broke, when the symbiote broke Eddie out of jail. Mike mentioned Flash Thompson. Yes. If, if they put that on that lame old right. Flash Thompson. Yes. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say the MCU of Flash Thompson is not anything not compared to. Not Man. Agent Venom. Yeah. Not at all. No. no. Not the Joe Manganello well, symbiotes- Flash Thompson. That no. would have been okay. How many symbiotes were there? Like it was toxin. It was like it was all these symbiotes at one point. Like too many. Like uh, they really watered it down. I only know Venom, Carnage, Toxin, but I know there were others. Doing uh, that Maximum Carnage storyline, I want to say there was more than one. I want to say there was a bunch of Maximum Carnage when Carnage first popped out. Not during Maximum. Sp- not Maximum. It wasn't during Maximum. That was Carnage. when. Maximum Carnage is when he had the doppelganger Spider-Man with the uh, eight with the eight arms, and he was with Screech, and they were going across the city. It was just him, and it was a bunch of like street level uh, heroes. I think Captain America was there, but Hob Hobgoblin, I can't remember that name of that other guy, but it was just him. 
Was it cardiac? But there was more after that. There were like a bunch of symbiotes, and I think a uh, a company was birthing them or something. I, I stopped reading Spider-Man then. But there were so... I gotta look it up now. Man, but, man. King in Black is actually gonna tell. I, I really wish in like three or four years to bring the King in Black on the screen. Because that'll tell Hey, they're, they're bringing in Gore. So, I mean, we're that's one step closer to him. That is true. That is true. That was a cool tie-in to find out that Gore's sword is actually a symbiote sword, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was yeah. it the god... Is it... Gore, is Gore the God, the God Butcher? The God, God Butcher. Butcher. God Butcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's going to be in Thor Love and Thunder, right? As uh, Christian Bale is playing yeah. him, right? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Batman plays... <laughs> Batman <laughs> plays Gore, the God Butcher. <laughs> so... Um, <yeah. laughs> the, the one more thing oh, I wanted... Man. One more thing I wanted to say about the, the thing is um, Andrew Garfield's performance... It was so, you know, heartfelt and so he he put everything into it. And it's it's good that a lot of fans are trying to say, let's hey, let's make an amazing Spider-Man three. And to the mm-hmm. point, even in the movie, he kind of made it seem like his movies were not as good as the others. Cause they're all talking about how, oh yeah, we fought aliens and did all this stuff. So I'm like, dude, I didn't fight anything cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it made it seem like like you <laughs> you know that his movies weren't quite as great as the other others were. And then this will kind of justify giving him a good send off, especially with the the fact that he saved Mary Jane and you know he, I was, he was when they were calling him uh, Spider Man Three. Yeah, that's he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't get his Spider Man Three. Like yeah. okay, I'm Spider Man Three. Well, they 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 did a whole lot of great a great fan service. You know, yeah, they were they were bringing the memes to the screen. Oh, they did. With uh, Willem Dafoe saying, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. Oh, God. And like Tosh mentioned, all the Spider-Men basically pointing at themselves in that, that lab scene. I can't I can't wait to buy uh, that. I can't wait to buy this movie. I really can't. Legally. I can't wait to buy this movie legally. So, one other thing that I wanted to bring up is, why was Shocker, or not, not Shocker. Um, Electro. Electro there. He doesn't know who Peter Parker is. He even said in the movie, "I thought you were black." Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. which is which is a good nod which to, good to nod a, a potential yeah. Miles. Yeah, he doesn't know who Peter Parker is. Well, why was he there? Jamie Fox. Did the lizard find out who he was in uh, the first Amazing Spider-Man? I don't. I, I I can't say no for for sure. I feel like he unmasked him at one point. I'm gonna go back and watch all of them now. Like the next three on days. the on the top of the building yeah, when I he gotta... was about to release the gas. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a long while. Yeah, I don't know either. All right, I just so remember that was up. one of the glaring potholes plot holes I was thinking of. Besides the whole not getting into MIT, even despite knowing Tony Stark, <laughs> it was it, yeah. Tony Stark and being part of Stark or wearing Stark tech. He's literally wearing Stark tech. So so here's some of the te- uh, the symbiotes. There's a toxin. This anti venom, sleeper, scream, and like this was anti venom was I the was white not one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a bu- and that was Eddie Brock for that a while. Was as a matter of it fact, was, yeah, yeah. He rocked that for yeah. a while. Who was with the... Agent Venom? Yeah, who was Agent Venom? The one in space. That was that was That's Flash. Thompson. That was Flash. Okay. And yeah, he, he had the really, so was a bunch of yeah he did and he had yep. a really nice thing going with Venom I love that 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 comic Agent Venom was nice yeah yeah they they oversaturated they did. the symbiotes at one point but you they know, put too much salt doesn't. in the soup not so salty 
Man, overall, I think we all can agree. It was an amazing movie. Can't wait to to buy it. I mean, I watched I watched the, you know, I paid for my ticket, my boys ticket, and I watched a Haji of it not being, you know, sorry. I don't mean to say Haji, but I, I watched a bootleg <laughs> of it. When I was deployed, that's what they were called, were Hajis, because they were just bootleg movies, and you bought them from people at bazaars. But that's neither here nor there. But um, overall, great movie. If you haven't seen it, sorry. Um, we didn't warn you at the beginning it was going to be a, a super spoiler uh, review. Spoiler. Yeah. Now you're warned. Um, <laughs> disclaimer. Disclaimer. Right. It's been Read out two print. weeks. You, 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 your time's up. <laughs> I always assume yeah, my podcast spoilers. Did. Yeah. Yeah. You can't flick. You can't flick fast enough. All right. Oh man. So moving on. Uh The Witcher on Netflix. I personally started it. I love it. Um my wife, love you, honey, started watching it with me. And then she made me make the uh the pact of not watching ahead on the Witcher. So I haven't finished the show out yet. I'm on episode five so far. I like it on a side note. I started listening to the Witcher, um, audiobooks, and so far season one and season two of the Witcher are pretty much just like the books, except they spun it up to make it, you know, prettier for TV. So I can imagine what the rest of uh, season two of Witcher is like. So far, I like it. I've I've heard some people say they were disappointed about it. Um, didn't like the way they were going. It was kind of slow. One person actually said, "There's no nudity." I was like, "You have to have nudity all the time." Not well compared to the first season. Yeah, it's kind of a stark contrast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, who's watched it? Anybody? Yeah, Rob. It looks like it's just me. Yeah, not one episode. I've not played one a game. episode. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Nope, not e- me neither. Not a single one. All right, we'll run through this real quick. Rob, what do you think of uh, season two? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, I agree with the, what people are saying. It was pretty meandering. Um, but the it, it bounced around a lot, which is a lot like the first season. But the first season had a lot of time traveling stuff in it, so it would made it very hard to follow. Whereas this one is much more linear, much easier to follow. Um, it kind of starts with. Um, Geralt and Ciri. He's trying to, you know, protect her. Mm-hmm. And this is after the big mage battle of the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, but u- ultimately, uh, two survivors of the mage battle, um, Yennefer being one of them, meet up with a group of elves and they all have a shared vision. And uh, that shared vision accidentally unleashes an evil <laughs> across the world. And that's what they end up um, battling throughout the course of the season. Um, I would say the monsters are pretty cool yeah. in this, this season, yeah. although pretty, um, I, d- I never played the games off uh, full disclosure. I've played the, uh, most of my knowledge comes from the Witcher, um, add-ons they did for monster hunter world where you play as Gerald mm-hmm. and Geralt and they have some, actually they have one of the coolest monster hunter characters, which is the let the, the Leshen, which you get to see in this, which is the big tree monster. Mm-hmm. You can play it in Monster Hunter, but it was good that they brought it in here. Um, yeah, but sorry, but all the all the monsters look really great. But the, they they seem to dispatch them pretty quickly, and I think there was only one really cool fight 
in in a, in a monastery or library with you know Geralt fighting a bunch of humans. Unlike the first season where there was a lot of sword playing, yeah. a lot of sword fighting, this one is a little loud back. Yeah, it's, it, they got a little bit more magical. It's a lot more magic, a lot more storytelling. Um, the first two audiobooks that I've, that I have listened to from The Witcher, they're not linear at all. I mean, you have certain pocket stories are telling different stories about what Geralt's doing, his journeys and all the rest of this stuff. Yeah, I think um, there's five main novels and then like 17 like short side stories. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's all over the place sometimes. Yeah. And I'm not sure where they're drawing the inspiration from. And this season they had made mention of the Wild Hunt a few times, yeah. which I know was a DLC for mm-hmm. with the Witcher 3 game. Yeah. But again, I don't know where that ties into what the story is trying to tell us versus what the game is. Uh, is the wild hunt is something that happens um every year in a village somebody's going to correct me if i'm wrong please do but from what i can remember it's it's something that happens every year is whatever they just just they just go out and act crazy um mm. but the audiobooks are pretty much all over the place they they're not linear you listen to the first basically three quarters of the first book and Gerald is absolutely in love with Yennefer and they have this relationship on and again, off again, and you don't understand where the whole thing started. And then you get into the second book and they explain exactly how their relationship started. You're like, why didn't you get to this the first time? It's, it's, yeah. it's played out well because you understand Yennefer, you understand Gerald, you understand, you know, every other um, character. And then you learn yeah. their backstory. And they bring in Trish. Yeah. They bring back Trish. Yeah. It's, it's overall And great. which was... Which is weird is because the in this series, they kind of made the Wild Hunt seem like the uh, Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse mm-hmm. are coming because they kind of go into a, a plane where it looks like it's all fire and they're all on horses. And that seems in stark contrast to just having some random village hunt. Yeah, the Wild year. Hunt's crazy. Um, I'm, I've burned through them. Of course, you and me, we drive a lot. So I turn, I turn on an audio book whenever I get to a good groove. Um uh, 24 hours and two two books and so it's pretty awesome uh yeah so but well like people are saying yeah the nudity's gone yennefer's the one dropping all the f-bombs this time instead of uh Geralt. but he is he's still doing his grunting uh, so mm. i mean that hasn't changed yeah. mm. and he he does a great job he he knows what he's doing he's he's invested in the character henry cavill is definitely invested in the character yeah they've already got a season three booked right mm-hmm. awesome which is yeah rare for netflix this is usually when they cancel it yeah <laughs> yup yup alright well two of us have watched Witcher pretty awesome uh, love the show now moving on to uh, Tosh welcome back your bread and butter Young Justice yes yes okay so as of recording the show is at its mid season break <clears throat> so it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded so we have two episodes that aired between then and now. Um, I'm not going to be able to pronounce the name of these episode titles, so you will have to forgive me. Episode 12, the, um, the title started with an O. And then episode 13, the episode started with a K. So for the secret message... Everything so far is invitation two and then the letter K. And that's all we have for now. Krypton. So I have no idea what it could be. 
It could be Krypton because Superboy is still gone. Yeah. It might be he's sent to the future. He could be sent to Krypton. Who knows? Um, I, in order to not make this too, too long, I won't dive into every single detail that happens, but overall with what's happened in these last couple of episodes to round out the Zatanna arc is that the child was uh, basically looking like she was about to take over as the chaos Lord and just destroy the world. And there were volcanoes and, um, uh, reversals of gravity in several different parts of the world. And everybody was just trying to keep things maintained, essentially. So the members yeah. of the Justice League, members of the Outsiders were all sent out to help. All hands on deck. The, yes. It, it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, so we had... The child, before any of this came around, the child destroyed the Tower of Fate, and it resulted in an explosion where some of our heroes did get caught in the explosion. They're okay, but, you know, they got injured, and the Helmet of Fate cracked. So when Dr. Fate was healing up and restoring his suit, the helmet didn't heal the crack remained. I don't know what that means, but it was enough for him to be like, okay, we're teaming up with Claren and getting rid of the child. Um, so they went around the whole world trying to find the child to stop her from creating a chaos in one certain part of the world. Just basically they, she was always one step ahead. They had to catch up with her. And the way that they ended up defeating her is kind of partly to Vandal Savage talking to both the Chaos Lords and the Lords of Order and convincing them that, hey, you know, things are out of balance right now. And the Lords of Chaos decided to stop giving the child the boost of power that she had. And she lost a good amount of her magic. Um, and then between Zatanna, her three students, Dr. Fate, Clarion, they were able to hold her off and break her anchor. Um, I believe Mary was, no, 13 was the one who cracked the anchor flaw and it caused the child to go back into space. Um, so scrolling through notes, scrolling through notes. <laughs> Um, he gave a pretty good um, origin story for for basically Doctor uh, Doctor Fate through the whole thing. They they kind yeah. of explain Naboo and the helmet and Doctor Fate through the whole thing. They get a, a good backstory that you get through a lot of this. Awesome. Did you see the um, after credit scenes with uh, Connor's spirit? Yes. So I was I was scrolling to try with to the find magic school that. bus. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that is that is the magic school bus. <laughs> So <laughs> when Zatanna was trying to look into everything that those kids have been through on that bus, turns out, okay, so I, 
Sidebar, I started rewatching Unjustice because I'm getting the boyfriend into it. He's loving it. Mm-hmm. And we got to the episode where Superboy meets Superman for the first time and that bus is there. It's really that bus, right. those same exact people, mm-hmm. same yep. age. I was like, okay, I don't know if they Which planned they this again, far so. out. Yes, yeah. but to think I know, I didn't notice that the first seven mm-hmm. times around, that is the same bus full of people. I don't know how long they've planned that, but um, anyway, so Zatanna was looking to see what these kids have been through with, with all of the time jumping. And after the bus was sent back to their original time, she said that she saw Connor's spirit and he looked like his shirt was torn. He looked kind of zombie-like, so I'm not really sure yeah. what yeah, that could mean. Yeah, he didn't look normal. Mm-mm. So I'm I don't know if he's truly in the future or if he's stuck in so space time. Yeah. I don't know. Um then we got a little bit more of Beast Boy. He is just not doing well at all. It's very it's sad, but it's also a little bit annoying that his character is like this. He, he, I agree. They are kicking the shit out of this dead horse with him mm-hmm. being depressed we get it already but they are just showing like every possible it's him sleeping through a, a you know them going on assignments and he's like oh you guys got it i'm good and he's sleeping he's taking dose off and he's going to his job on a you know a movie set and he's just you know bombing it because he has no passion he looks like mm-hmm. he stinks man and like <laughs> they they gotta they gotta get him they gotta get him going him like up. it's really bad yeah he didn't have to be so rude to Perdita, too. I felt like that was just so uncalled for. She just was so worried about him. And she had valid reasons to be like, look, if you are taking a break from not only work, but the outsiders, but from us, and you're not even telling me, you're not communicating with me, you're not letting me in, I don't do that. I, I'm here for you and you're not letting me be there. I'm out. And he's like, well, there's the door, your majesty. I was like, excuse me. That's so rude. Oh, cool. Did yeah. not need to do that. They're only going yeah, they like- to they need to do their best to, to figure that thing out because it's been, I don't know how many episodes, nine, eight or nine episodes of yeah. him being like this. It's like, yeah, yeah, we get it already. You're depressed. Work through it or have somebody work through it for you. We don't need to keep revisiting yeah. it and be like, oh, here he is again. Yep. He's going to start a yeah, band th- in like the late 90s. <laughs> I think in the show, it's only the been between the return from Mars and the end of this episode. I, th- I think it's only been a few well, days. Been a couple days. Maybe yeah. two weeks at the very most. Um, yeah, I don't so it's know It's like why. May 14th now. I don't remember where it started. Well, I know April was when they were still on Mars. And I think that month jumped to May and then we started Artemis's arc. But I forget what day in May that was. Um, and then there was the post-credit scene. Did you get, did you at least stay for the po- post-credit scene with, with Mary? Mary? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she was sitting, I, I guess it was somewhere close to the boom tube she traveled home she was at an old photo booth sitting there and this old woman's voice was talking to her and convincing her that basically 
the Justice League and their members are holding you back from your power. You know, you don't need them. You know, just embrace who you are. I didn't know who this was, but the internet has told me that this is the voice of Granny Goodness. Oh. That is talking to Mary. I was like, okay, so Granny Goodness is coming back. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, please explain who she is. Because she says Shazam, like Billy Batson. um, And I don't know if she was the next person to take on that mantle. Can you guys explain She's part of the Marvel family. Yeah. Marvel film. Did you see Shazam the movie? I did, yeah. And so I saw the different yeah. people who had that power. But for Young Justice, I missed that. So I was like, they. I'm sure that they didn't go into how they she did. got that yeah. power. But I'm not sure who Mary is in relation to Billy Batson. <laughs> it's false sister. Yeah, I, I thought it was her. I thought it was her other self, um, the empowered version of her talking. To her, but like I may be wrong, but that's the way I was I was taking it when um she was going when you that. saw it. Yeah, the internet said grainy goodness. I yeah. was just in the I was just in the air. I was like, I don't know who this weird voice is. I was like, I guess we gotta just wait until we come back from the break to find out. Yeah. Um, when is the break over? No. <laughs> Won't no, be back until just spring. started, I think. No, no, when is it over? Oh, sometime in the spring. There hasn't been any news yet as to um, when it will be coming back, the exact date. We had had talked about 52 last time. Um, During that run, uh, Mary Marvel had actually taken more of a cues from uh, Black Adam at the time, and she was in a, a black mary marvel suit and was more magic based which is kind of where we're going in this one she was more of a magician than a you know a, a typical you know marvel character or captain marvel ish character um so i can see them taking cues and just having you know granny goodness swap out for for black adam's influence and uh, mm. she'd be more of the evil the evil uh mary marvel i i I wouldn't say she was technically evil. She was just more of an in a, in a gray area. She was the anti uh, anti hero version of herself during the fifty two run, and I can see her doing that in this one, especially her getting into the voice that's talking to her in her head. As soon as you mentioned the black, I, I, I remember her. Um, she was with him during that with uh, Black Adam during yeah, that time. Yeah, Black Adam and okay. ISIS. I think I said yeah. Osiris last time, but it was ISIS as the. It was three of them together. It was just those two. I thought there was a there was somebody else. With there was them. a guy. There was another girl. A girl. A guy. I thought it was a guy because it, it was a girl. Did the yeah. guy get killed? It was it was ISIS and the kid got killed. The guy got killed, and that's when he flipped. In the whole World War Three happened. Yeah, that's that's when World War Three started. Um, I think the guy wasn't that her. Brother yeah, her brother or something, something like, that, like that. But he also had the yeah he. T- uh, Tenth Adam also um, is let him, you know, because that's how the whole Shazam family works. Is they let they they leech off each other with right, so the they're all power. powered up. Technically, they're all not mm-hmm. as powerful as if one had the power. They all kind of they share know, it right top of each other. But so he kind of mm-hmm. did the same thing. He created his own Marvel family exactly with between all mm. them. And Mary was was one of them. Okay. Ooh, I hope they ex- expand on that in the last half of the season. Um. Three more things I forgot to point out. One was Zatanna's 
decision or proposal to rotate hosts for wearing the helmet of fate. So she brought up to Naboo uh, that between her, the gentleman whose name I'm forgetting, that's one of her students, the 13, doctor. yeah, the doctor, um, 13, who's the girl that had the little chameleon on her or lizard on her shoulder, and Zatara, they would each have the helmet for one week um, just to keep the host fresh and also gives them uh, a chance to basically have their own life. Um, and Nabu agreed. And that's what kind of caused Mary to retreat and feel like she's not wanted is because Zatanna decided Mary just wasn't really cognizant of how to use her powers and how it affects other people. So she didn't want Mary being a host for Naboo because it she's too similar to him in that way. Um, Plus and then, she got ostracized for borrowing other people's powers as yeah, well. Yeah, I didn't like how she handled yeah. that. Like, she was draining life force as well. Like, Grass was dying. Like, and she was trying was to help, weak. though. You know? Yeah, she was. Yeah. They were she was trying a, to stop a the child, spot. and that was the yeah. only way that she could do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was wrong on her. Um, yeah. um, so, one other part is maybe you guys will remember. There was a time when everybody was leaving to go find the child and a portal opened in the shape of a scarab beetle and two females came out. Does that vague? It, it happened for like a split second. I don't know who those two women are. Did they look familiar to you guys from the comics? They don't, but it definitely makes me think of Blue Beetle. And perhaps they're from me. the... the- planet it originated from the the scarab yeah i but wasn't no, sure it did not if it was familiar to me i beetleish or if it was something completely different and then the last thing yeah, was just about the phantom stranger in general he when vandal savage was talking to the lords of order and the lords of chaos it's almost like they were speaking through the phantom stranger because one eye was red and one eye was gold and Phantom Stranger was the one who, um, oh no, I'm losing. I didn't write that down. He did something. What did he do? Oh no, Rob, help. He did something else. Oh after boy, he I don't remember now Lord either. Support and the Lords of Chaos. <laughs> I remember he showed up. And he was talking to them. Now I don't remember what he was saying. Oh, no. How did I forget to write that down? But, um, yeah, he managed to teleport. Oh, that was I think that was the thing. He teleported Vandal to go talk to the Lords of Chaos and Lords of Order. But I didn't recognize the location they were at. So I'm like, who is this phantom stranger? Oh, where he yeah. He's basically talking through. He's being basically kind of a, I don't want to say anchor, but someone who the chaos lords and the lords of order can speak through him. He's just like an interpreter almost. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So I, I need them to go into 
who this phantom stranger is. Is he a good well, guy? Is I know he... he's well, he is he he's, he's a neutral. He he is yeah. similar to like mm-hmm. the Watcher in in Marvel. Okay. So he'll 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 show up when 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 you know matters are are dire. But he he's also only there to basically kind of convey information, but not actually do anything. Yeah, and his motives aren't always clear. Like he was. Uh, I guess a member of the Justice League at one point, like, but it's just like he comes and goes. Uh, yeah. So like, he's definitely not a human. He's some kind of celestial being. No. Uh, he's kind of like the Spectre, where the Spectre is the the hand of vengeance of of uh, of God or or whatever okay. deity that he's attached to at the time. But Phantom Stranger is similar to that, where he's just a he's a will of another being. Where, but he's not okay. supposed to actually, you know, interfere in the affairs of, of of mankind and stuff like that. Yep. So that's all. They kind of wrapped up the Z- Zatanna arc and just left us on the cliffhanger of what will happen with Mary and her now embracing her Shazam powers. I'll just I'll call it Shazam powers. <laughs> we don't know if we're gonna. <laughs> We're not, we don't know if it's going to be the ship coming back from Mars, leave coming to Earth, or what aftermath they're going to be dealing with. You don't even know where we're going next. Oh, hell. I need An Wally invitation West to, to something come back. Like, hey, that's, that's also weird. I need Wally West to return from mm-hmm. the Speed Force now, please. Uh, Young Justice, please. We've waited long enough. <laughs> I need to see that conflict between Artemis' boyfriend and Wally coming back. Oh, man. <laughs> That old 902 drama. 902 and old drama. I can dig it. <laughs> I can dig can it. We, uh, can we mention Cobra Kai? Uh, oh, yeah. I want to talk about that. Uh, Four season came out last Friday. First of all, I, the seasons keep just keep getting better like, for Cobra Kai. Like, I love the show. And um, I fronted on the show for a while. Like It was on Netflix. Um, excuse me, not Netflix. YouTube first. Yeah. And I did not want to watch any Cobra um, Karate Kid rehash, and I got hooked on the show immediately. And I love the original movies, and um, the fourth season was more conflict with um, uh, between the kids and Johnny Lawrence, who's quickly become one of my favorite characters, like like of all time. Uh, Terry Silver return. You know, Karate Kid fans know him from the third movie. Came in looking and crazy. He though. was, yeah, he was so over the top in that movie, but he was like the best part in part three. And um, if you forget, he was the one who got Daniel to join Cobra Kai, sort of speak, and he trained him, had him going, uh, uh, striking first and uh, breaking boards. With this last stuff. season was good. And, um, the, the one thing, the one of the strengths, the many strengths of this show are the season finale episodes. Oh, yeah. And the last, the, the season finale for this last one was great with uh, Chosen showing up. And uh, if Daniel called him, like, Daniel's just like, like, screw all the rules because technically he lost uh, the deal, but it's, it's clear that he's going to keep fighting the yeah. fight. Um, all he had to do was shut down Miyagi, though. That doesn't yeah, mean he, he can't do and, anything else. Well, they're saying that Chosen can open up a oh, dojo yeah. now because technically, like he teaches the Miyagi That's karate, true. family karate too, and they can just keep going. 
Now, I know they got Silver, and they're going to probably bring in Matt Barnes. They were bad people, but Chosen was pretty bad, too, on the second movie. He was a, a, a skilled fighter, and like he was ruthless, too, even though he's kind of reformed. But uh, what, a friend of mine, Damon. What, of, like, the video game Yakuza? Wasn't he part of? Oh no, 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 no. He was he was uh uh Miyagi's friend's nephew. His nephew. His nephew. Nephew. Yeah. And uh so they're kinda like karate cousins, so to right. speak. Uh <laughs> Miyagi's father. You know, I can't wait to see uncle. him. Yeah. Oh. And like he was great in season three when they brought him back. Like I'm I hope he's like in like the whole next season. Because he was great in a couple episodes he was in in season three. And um, uh, uh, me and a friend of mine, Che, um, we were convinced that uh, another friend of ours, uh, Damon, who was uh, getting on us for watching the show. Like, oh, how you watch that? How can you watch that? He started watching and he's hooked now. Oh, yeah. And he's like, uh, the show, that's its strength. It's really addictive, uh, whether you've seen the original uh, films or not. But, but check it out. Like, the, the seasons don't disappoint. Ten strong episodes, and uh, if you haven't watched Cobra Kai, watch it. They already uh, filmed the fifth season, so we're just waiting on that to drop uh, probably later this It'll year. It'll be summertime. That's the hardest It'll be part. a summertime yeah. drop. I think it will be. Hopefully. We don't have to wait another year, but the, the writers don't see any end in sight. I thought they were going to be working towards a, a wrap-up, but they're like, we got a, a bunch of ideas where we want to get out and we know where it's going to end. And that's a good sign because when shows don't know where they're going to end, they threaten to get corny and bring on the swine, you know, bring uh, on the swine. I was going to say, there's plenty of cameos still left. Oh yeah. And you know, I've watched, uh, the next karate kid, uh, just to say, I've never watched it before. My friend Olivia's like, Oh, watch it. It was terrible. Olivia. It was terrible movie. And, but I watched it. (laughs) And, but I was like, oh god! Like, yeah, Olivia. The way the movie ended, it, it was oh god. It was he didn't love bad. it. He didn't. He didn't. no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cringy in some parts, but you know, uh, Mr. Miyagi is one of my favorite uh, movie characters. Mr. Miyagi's just, you know, he's telling people to breathe, relax. It's going to be all right. But if you test him, he's going to toss you across the room. Yep. All right, like I'm not a killer. Then go don't push me. Yeah, and then go fishing. You know what I mean? Like he, like I mean, Aki was a killer, I man, but he was a World War Two veteran. Yeah, I mean, Aki was true. Yeah, he was, and he had uh, what, what, the, what was the medal that he it won? Was the medal uh, of honor. He was awarded. Yep. So he he got down. I'm, yeah, check out the show. I love, I loved um, it. I do love, it. I love it too. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing bad to say. Like I said, it's 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 good corny. It's predictable, but you don't care. You really just enjoy the show. You know mm-hmm. it's going to happen, but you really enjoy. It. I, I, I got no complaints with it. Um, everything, Johnny, like everything you said was a, it was spot on. Johnny Lawrence is the man. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I would my only knock because I would like more of the original Cobra Kai. Like right now with Johnny going through it with Terry Silver there and him and Chris beefing, mm-hmm. I want the OG Cobra Kai's to come back. You know Johnny's crew. Yeah. That's who I want. I not Johnny going to get get Daniel. Oh, let me get my my crew. Let's handle yeah, right? this Cobra mm. Kai style. And, you like know, that dude in the background. Man. What was his name? Yeah, Johnny. He had yeah, the floppy hair. 
You know what I'm D- talking about? Oh, he died. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of them died. One of them died in uh, season two. And Dutch yeah. is in jail. But, but Johnny, the one when I see Johnny, his total, like, no knowledge of current and modern technology. It's hilarious. Things current. Like, I think of him and Peter Quill just doing a crossover movie <laughs> and just being totally clueless together. And it would be so good. The, the, you know, the tape like, scene when he put it in the Walkman. When he hit, yeah, yeah, I was like, that's totally a quill moment yeah. right there. That when he, he's like, he got in an Uber. What's an Uber? <laughs> you know, it's like he, like, he's like, I always want, like, where is Johnny and been? He refuses he's to learn. Totally. Yeah, he's clueless. He refuses to he's learn. Clueless. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't complain. So, like, yeah, that's my show. Yeah, I, that's I my enjoy show. it. Like, I one really of, do. yeah, that, like, it, it's, I can't wait for the next right. one. And I, I, I went through that season in a day. I got. Up I went through six through. I started no five through ten. I did Thursday. I did all I that. Did, I did six through ten last night. So I'm with yeah. you guys. Do you think that Johnny could have beat Terry if he wouldn't have uh, sucker kicked him when he walked into the old dojo? I don't know. Terry. Terry was. Terry was Terry's- skilled. Yeah, and. I think I it should know. have been more like, of a fight. I think you know Johnny just being a younger man and Terry pushing sixty. I think it should have been a better, a more of a more of a scrap. Yeah, he sucker punched him though. He sucker he did kicked sucker him in the face. Him. Yeah. He says like that old man can. But that six five coming uh, at you with two hundred pounds. It, it, Sagat. It was a Sagat and Ken fight right there, and <laughs> he caught the tiger knee coming into the dojo, and it was it was it was over after that. Uh the fight I, I want to see before, like hopefully next season, Matt Barnes and Johnny. I want to see them get down the two uh, crown jewels, so to speak, of the Cobra Kai dynasty days. Uh, like I, I just can't wait. Like Terry Silver was just so over the top. Like you want to talk about corny good? He was corny he was. good. He like, was, and, and, and I loved him. And he was paid. It was Silver. never explained how he got so paid. Uh, what was he doing? Dumping toxic waste, and <laughs> he was a successful toxic Just waste. Business, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> but he ate tofu and ate vegan all the time. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I loved it, man. I mean, season four was absolutely amazing. Like I said, I finished out four episodes last night, and uh, I talked about it. I was out uh, at my neighbor's house earlier, and I, we were playing shuffleboard, talking about the show. And it's 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 a great. I mean, if you haven't watched it yet, go ahead and check it out. All seasons are great. Um, like Mike said, I agree with him. It's corny good, um, and I can get down with it, you know, 100%. You were playing shuffleboard? Like, not like the stick <laughs> shuffleboard, but like the little, like, has anybody ever been to a bar and they played like the little metal shuffleboard thing with the little metal pucks? Nobody? All right, Google it. <laughs> That's all I got to tell you is, is Google it. You know, I live, I live in a, I live in a, in a gated community. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah we we play we, i play, play shuffleboard in in it. okay yeah yeah when i come that way i'm playing shuffleboard <laughs> you do that I, hey man i got plenty of room for you just come on in you can hang out in the game room and you can catch up on the games you ain't played yet you could be here for 17 days um but all right hey cobra kai check it out all right now this is uh rob's favorite time of the night this is gonna be uh Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett. Everybody checked it out. I hope. Um, Boba Fett. Yeah, 
Yeah, the spaghetti western that they put on um, Disney Plus. Now, I woke up at 5 a.m. Wednesday to watch this episode. And I actually, was, I was seriously disappointed. Now, um, the concept of the Book of Boba Fett is amazing. Um, the execution so far, like I said, the last episode, the first episode of the show was one solid, really good note. Episode two was not that much better. The pace didn't pick up. I think it was pretty much if you've ever watched a cowboy TV show or, or a Western movie in your whole life, you've seen exactly what episode two was. Um, and uh, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to take Quincy's quote and let him run with his quote um, later on. But I think that it just ended off pretty corny. Um, it wasn't the best to me. I'm not going to destroy the show. There are only two episodes in. If you want to compare it to The Mandalorian, feel free, but it's nothing like it. This is a spaghetti Western, even more spaghetti than The Mandalorian ever thought of being. Um, disappointed? Yes. Do I expect more? Yes, I do. So that being said, I was not happy with it. The Internet's all a rave with it. Oh, I loved it. It was amazing. No, it wasn't. Not in my opinion. It was pretty standard. I mean, if it if it came down to, if you want to compare this to Vanilla, this was store brand vanilla versus Briars, in my honest opinion. So I didn't dig it. Not 100%. Uh, I want to go next. I want, I want to hear Rob go off. But uh, I, I watched <laughs> I watched it and like I was just, it was watching me. You know, like I, I was, <sighs> the guy, he's just. He shouldn't be there, you know. Uh, you know, I mentioned he looked like a tea kettle in his armor. Um, like I, I, it looks good, and like I don't even. I was confused why they were trying to stop the train. Why don't you just move away from where the train is riding? Like there are tracks. People there aren't tracks. Uh, yeah, there, there there aren't tracks, and it's just like just <laughs> just just go just go somewhere else. Like I. I and then, um, you know, we talked about the electric slide at the end by the campfire. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm still going to watch it. I'll be there next oh, yeah. week. You know, I'm going to be there next week because, uh, you know, they have a track record with Mandalorian, but, um, yeah, I, I still need more. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, that's all I got to say about um, it. Let me go before they rob it, cut loose. I am, um, I uh, I enjoyed it, but this go up my Star Wars background. I am not a Star Wars fan. I'm not that guy. Uh, I've never watched the Mandalorian. And my favorite Star Wars is Episode One, Two, and Three. I like those. Uh, you know, I I like. So I don't really have a background in Star Wars. So I don't. I didn't expect much. I, mean, I knew Boba Fett's uh, um, legend kind of, but um, when we, like I said. I never saw anything to back it up. So I, I had no expectations from this thing. Um, I thought episode two was better than episode one. But if it wasn't for us here doing this, I don't think I'd watch it. I, I'll be honest. If it wasn't for me just to have a talking point on this <laughs> to y'all, yeah, I, I wouldn't watch the show. And, and that's just being honest. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's, and he's looking a little long on the tooth. So, and he'd do something quick. 
So, <laughs> a little long in the tooth, a little thick in the torso. Yeah, he didn't even do something quick. I mean, how long was he in that damn worm? He need to make it. <laughs> <laughs> he worked that the out. Worm, the, the worm was feeding him yeah, while he was, he was down comfortable there down there. Yeah, he came out. He came out and lose like, no weight. Yeah. <laughs> Have some more turkey sandwiches. Some roasted worm stomach. Yeah, yeah like keep eating yeah. full. But that, that's all I got on it. That's about it. I mean, it's, it's, it's for what it is. It's all right. Yeah. All right, Rob, light it up, baby. I'm waiting mm-hmm. on you, man. Well, you know, Bubba can send me a uh, a thank you card because I didn't watch this week's episode, so <laughs> I'm not going to dump all over it. Um, it kind of sounds like they still have a long road to go for a guy who's had a little bit over two minutes of actual on-screen uh, legend from his the original tr- trilogy to where we are now. They haven't really filled in those gaps yet, so um, they're, they're going to need a lot more, a lot more arrow style back uh, um, flashbacks yeah. to, to kind of fill in his his legend that they have. They, I mean, they have plenty to choose from. He's had he's had a plethora of adventures through the comics and books. It's just a matter of them picking which ones you know fit the character and fit the era that we're in now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep watching because you know I like I like talking crap about stuff. <laughs> uh, I I have a question for y'all. So like, would it have been better if maybe they didn't tell the story of him climbing out, but showed what he was doing doing during like uh, you know. During the Star Wars times, with like a younger actor doing, would that have been repetitive? Like you know, because Mandalorian was kind of doing like some stuff like that, but would that have been better? You think than watching? But that was, but that was man. Him. I mean, if, if they were to mm-hmm. explain, I mean, I understand that they're trying to build up the story from where he crawled out of the Sarlacc to mm-hmm. you know staying on Tatooine and all the rest of the stuff that goes on until he becomes the godfather of this town, they're trying to get to that. But the fact that it's taking so daggone long and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a Western movie. What they basically did was that they took, if I piss you off at this point, listeners, I don't care. They took a white man, dropped him to a native American um, culture. Like they did back into the old Western movies. He got assimilated into them. And then the 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 white man was overtaking their lands with the trains and all the rest of that stuff. And he sided with the Native Americans. And so they decided to run off the white man from the train, took over the train and said, this is our land. That's all it was. You know what I mean? This story, this particular episode did not have to happen. This story, this was an hour wasted of storytelling. <laughs> it was an hour wasted of storytelling. Because it was something that could have been a cliff note. It could have been cut down. It could have been added to something else. It was a waste. Because if you've watched, I am 45 years old. I've watched Westerns on Saturday afternoons after Kung Fu Theater. And I've seen this exact same story happen in 1987. Same exact thing. Nothing wrong with it. But if you're going to make these people want more of it, then give me more of a story. You know what I mean? This is the same exact thing. Then he joined the Native American tribe. They ran off the white man. They got what they wanted to. They assimilated him into their tribe. And now he's one of them. And so he's fighting for the good guys, the people that are being beaten up all the time, which is great. He went from being a bully to working with people against bullies. Awesome story. 
didn't need an hour of it. It could have been 30 minutes of another story. You know what I mean? I just, does it piss me off a little bit? Because I wasted an hour of my morning, which I could have done anything. Sleep, work out, eat, sleep. sleep. Did I mention sleep? But that's just it. It makes me that upset that they wasted an hour of my life on a story that I've seen 1,500 times before. And now it's on Disney Plus, and everybody's like, oh, this is amazing. No, kid, you're 23 years old. You have no idea what amazing is. This is something that you haven't seen yet. If you haven't seen it, watch it on YouTube. And now you're trying to boost it up. It's great. I can dig it. Your opinion. This is mine. You know? So that's on them. Yeah. I can uh, I can appreciate the direction that they want to take with the character, but... Filling in the gaps between him uh, getting out of the Sarlacc pit to where he is now is really not going to do that much because he was so renowned as a bounty hunter that Vader specifically picked him to to find Han. Mm-hmm. And so we need the gap filled in before then what made to him, figure out why he is so renowned what, to where what made the, rep. the Empire would single him out to find his, you know... To find this other guy. I want to fact check his resume. It's basically what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you said that you yeah. can do all these things. Now I have to just go back to your your whole LinkedIn account and see exactly what you got going on. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. That would have been a better story. Could have got a <laughs> yeah. younger guy in there. Yeah. A little um, less tea kettle Some cameos from some past Star Wars guys. It opens, it opens up the doors for it, but... The direction they're going now doesn't seem like they're interested in that right now. They're they're well. The, even you could have got more into that period of time between Revenge of the Sith and um, New Hope, where some of those movies kind of filled in the gap. You could have filled in that time period some more uh, with Boba. He would have been able, you know, with that reputation or um, you know him building up that reputation yeah. during that time. What made him so it would have like. I was like, oh, okay, damn, he did that. Oh, yeah, he's terrific. He's yeah, you know. But like, but, but like you said, Rob, they did the same thing with the, you know they did a sim- something similar with the Mandalorian. You know, they they showed him being a badass dude and living up to the Mandalorian name or the Mandalorian. Um, yeah, the creed. Yeah, the creed. You know, but still, the Mandalorian, Jin Jarden was Jin Jarden. Boba Fett was Boba Fett, you know, two minutes and 38 seconds of life on the screen and he became a fan favorite and nobody understands why. (laughs) Nobody understands why. It's like, oh, this is great. It's like the cronut craze from a couple of years ago. Why? Why why did you want a cronut that bad that he would stand outside, you know, for hours to get a, a pastry? That was the same pastry that they had three weeks ago, but now all of a sudden everybody wants it. I don't know. They just uh, I'm kind of going on a rant because it pisses me off because everybody's just all of a sudden on the bandwagon and it's like this is crap. This is absolutely not worthy of my time um to rave about it. Did I dig it? Yeah, I'll be back next week because I want to see exactly how they recover and whether or not I'm going to eat my words, you know? I want to prove myself wrong. So, I'm sorry I went on a huge rant. That's all on me. <laughs> it's all on me. So, all right, man. It was a. Uh, oh man. Uh, want to cover books, Mike? Anything? Anything special out there right now? 
Um, I just bought a stack of comics today. Yesterday, matter of fact, uh, I got that new Thor twenty. Uh, that was pretty interesting with uh the what they call it, the God of Hammer storyline. Um, that's that I've been getting caught. I've been kind of binging on comics. You know, I've been so is, so is Quincy because Quincy's posting a lot of screenshots lately, man. He's been right, but I'll get like one title and I'm sticking with it. Like I'm, I'm doing Miles Morales right now, but I had to read this store because for some reason the store was going crazy. The, the, they were selling for like twenty four, twenty dollars a piece, and they after it just came out or high, it's, it's going crazy on that. Um, but it was it was a pretty good book. Um, the hammer is pretty much sentient now, so we're going to see how that works out. Hmm. Yeah, um, I, 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 as we were talking about before, like I'm kind of, I want to see where this goes because, like, they've been kind of like hinting at sentience with this hammer since uh, uh, Thor, God of Thunder, when they were doing the gore stories and when he was in Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Then they did the story where they're saying that Thor put the God of Storms in the hammer. There, there's like a, uh, like a storm. Like a gal, like as big as a galaxy, like an entity inside right, the hammer. So it was like, okay, is that what popped up at the end of that issue? So I want to see where this goes. I want them to finally wrap this up because Thor, Thor's hammer has not been, hasn't been working right for a couple of years. For and him. honestly, Thor, and, the hammer uh, hasn't worked. Jane Foster used the hammer better than Thor ever did. I'm sorry. Jane did some amazing stuff with that hammer. She did. Yeah. Mm, She did. Cute. Mm. Jane did some amazing stuff with that hammer. I'll agree. She did. There's still some things she did not do. Thor is still Thor. Let's make no mistake. But she did some awesome stuff. I will say she's the best replacement for Thor where that title used to belong to Eric Masterson back in the day. And Eric, uh, not even as Thor. But just as himself, regular guy was like a top Marvel character for me. When um, I stopped reading comics and I came back and found out that he was dead, I was upset. And they didn't, he's dead, dead. They're, I, his son, like last time I read Thunderstrike, his son has the mace and he transformed into his father. It was something really wacky and zonky. And it was just a bad memory of Thunderstrike. But Jane was a great. She's a great Thor. She's a great Thor, no doubt. But even 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 in her series, the the hammer was doing it was like doing his own thing. On its it own. was yeah, yeah, it was. It was like a one episode I could think of. She was in the hospital. I want to say and then yep, it was in the hospital. They came and to Thor, her like go away, um, foul hammer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's been doing its own thing for a while. Yeah, yeah, and um. I've actually I've been reading Batman, and it's the next chapter for Batman after the issue. Um, the storyline was the Scarecrow, and um, Batman Inc. I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with like the worldwide uh, network that he has of like uh, Batman or agents of Batman that are fighting crime across the world. They a group of them killed a criminal. And uh, as it turns out, Bruce Wayne couldn't uh, finance them anymore. And it turns out Lex Luthor is financing Batman Inc. right now, which is uh, not good. 
and uh, read it was two issues. Um, I wasn't under, I wasn't aware that Lex knew who Batman was. Um, he so he knew he was Bruce, and they had a uh, Lex offered him um, financial backing for Batman Inc. and uh, Bruce turned it down right now. Um, but I, I, this storyline uh, is looking good. Like I'm interested. It's always good when uh, Lex and Batman square off. It's always good. Um, they're like the eye couple for uh, like a villain and hero matchup. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. But yeah, uh, I like their their original run where he was president for a while, and then Lex went all insane. And then when his company fell, Batman bought LexCorp, and I thought yeah. that was the <laughs> biggest. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. uh, what, what, what the kids call it? Flex? <laughs> they're old right there. But it, yeah. but it was that. And uh, he had a, a hand in No Man's Land, too. And they had a confrontation at the end of that storyline. But Lex versus Bruce Wayne or Batman, whatever, whether they're being supervillains and superhero or just two businessmen. Or philanthropists, yeah. Opposed, yeah, like they go at it. It's always interesting. And uh, uh, two good issues so far. Hmm. Cool, man. Hey, I caught up on um Captain Marvel. I think it's issue number thirty-five, where she's actually released. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, not the <laughs> I was about to see the Phoenix Force. My bad. Um, binary. She yeah. actually got in the situation where she released the binary form out of her body. And it has become a second, its own entity. The binary form is, is its own entity mm-hmm. right now, which is a pretty cool storyline. She got into a stressful situation and she was like, oh, she was trapped in a box that uh, she couldn't get out of. And so she just panicked, not really panicked, but focused so much. She pushed out the binary form and it busted her out. It's a pretty cool run. Um, what else did I, that, that's basically what the story was. Now she has a secondary person. Um, the first time I saw Carol, she was binding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, white bathing suit. Operation Galactic Storm. Yeah. Quasar caught her or defeated her or something, but he brought her back to Earth. And she was with the Imperial Guard at that point. The Shi'ar? She was working with them. I believe yeah. she was with the Shi'ar for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was strange. Yeah. I don't remember that. I don't know how long she was with them. Okay. What else did I read? Oh, uh, 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 Night of Steel. Dark Knights. No, I haven't read that one. Number three is out. I haven't read number three yet. Yeah, I haven't read that. It's good. It's really good. Definitely check that out. Um, (laughs) Supergirl's going ham. She is just going off on people, man. She's, she's just, she's doing her thing, man. It's crazy. And the end of that book, I'm not going to tell you what happens when you see it. You're going to like question <laughs> your sanity at that point. So, um, <laughs> I've read. Uh, are we still on the uh, the Incredible Hulk? Have we like the the most recent issue where he's still driving the Hulk like a spaceship? Yeah, number two is the most recent issue. Yeah. That's the last one. Three hasn't oh, came out yet. Yeah, man. I'm still, I'm still stuck on that. Oh, the death of Doctor Strange. Have you checked that out yet? Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned it, and I meant to catch up with it, and I have not. So, um, it's I haven't read one issue. It's yet. pretty good. 
it's it's pretty good stuff. It's like a a, a murder mystery type of book. Um, to where you're trying to figure out who exactly killed Strange. Um, so far, when when they killed him, they cut off his hands. And so, what? I don't want to like ruin the whole thing for you, but it's a great murder mystery. Has a lot of good writing in it. Um, a lot of great cameos. It has a few tie-ins, a few side stories with um, um, Blade, Spider-Man. Who else? Um, one of the the new Pacific Ameri- Pacific Island characters. I can't remember her name. Uh, White Fox. I think that's what her name is. Um, she's actually the cool thing about her is Tosh. You may get down with this. One of her special powers um, is that she's actually part of the nine the nine tail fox, kind of like Naruto. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she's tied into that. That's cool. Which is really really cool stuff. Um, but definitely check out uh, Death of Doctor Strange. It's kind of trippy. It's definitely a strange book. Uh, it's got it's got me hooked. The the, the side stories. Not really that great. The Spider-Man one was kind of like weird because they just went around and Strange left them a list and they were like, go take care of this while I'm like away. And he was like, all right, cool. Let's go wrestle some crocodiles, like weird stuff. So definitely check out Death of Doctor Strange. And it was like a wasteland Star-Lord that came out, which was pretty cool because he went and got back with uh, Kitty Pride. Everybody remember him and um, Peter Quill and Kitty Pride hanging out? I do. Yeah, and so he he's uh, in the wastelands because the bad guys won, and he went back to the wastelands on the rest of that jazz. So, yeah, that's that's uh, the comic side of the house. That's it, man. That's a full episode. That's it is, a full yeah. episode. Yeah. I love it. One quick update. Yeah. In case listeners were curious as to how the multiverse bet is going. I have finished the main game for Horizon Zero Dawn. It's been about a month almost since the bet was first made. <laughs> um, I have, Last I saw, I've put 57 hours into this game. Ooh. And uh, I'm up to level 54. Aloy's at level 54. So everything's a little easier for me to oh, battle yeah. through. Oh, yeah. Um, so I am currently going through the DLC. As for how far into it, I'm not sure in terms of like, am I halfway through, almost done? I don't know. Is but this the same one that's on PS4? Point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got to the point where I just challenged the Chieftain and the Benor. And I had gained access to Thunder's Drum. So we're getting ready to set voyage there. Um, it's been a very awesome ride. A, a lot of dialogue. I cannot. Very wordy I game. Cannot. Yes, like when you have the option of expanding the dialogue between Aloy and another character with questions, I skipped it. At past a point, I was just not going through all that dialogue. I was like, I need to just get back <laughs> to the game. <laughs> That's um, it. I Talk did with the same guy for an hour. Yes, I was like, it's so long. I love um, their faces uh, when you talk to them. They're like <laughs> making those weird, weird faces. Except for the Hunter's Lodge stuff, I've completed 
every side quest in the main game. Make so not only did I play through the main story, <laughs> I played the side quests. So there's still side That's quests it. left in the DLC. I've done a couple of them just so I can get the blue gleam so I could get the weapons. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm progressing through the DLC story and I still aim to be done by the time the game releases next month. Yeah, buddy. Look at that. <laughs> 50 multiverse bucks in my pocket queue. So, yeah, that's fine. She can't have I would like to ask so, your friend, right, Quincy, was right that yes. you would like the game. And yes, he was. For, for like how long? Almost two years? Uh, two years, roughly, yeah. You were correct. So I was right. Okay. Yes, and the broke clock is right <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> now, like this, now, ignoring the hostility, but like I was, uh, I was frustrated because the game is good, and I know she would like it, but she would not play it. I was like, "Hey, Taj, the game's on sale. They should check it out." Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll get to it. <laughs> just, yeah, I yeah, have no doubt just, that I would enjoy it. It's just. It was the process of actually starting it that was the problem. She Buying it and starting it. Yeah. It being game. free on PlayStation Plus was all the motivation I needed. <laughs> oh, man. It's oh, quite an investment of time. I finally kicked it. Yes. Speaking of PlayStation, man, they're coming out with a VR version. Rob was, no, it was Terrence sent me a link. Um, when yes, the new PlayStation right. 2 VR comes out, they're coming out with a VR version. Or VR expansion or standalone story called Horizon. Standalone. Yeah, standalone. Mm-hmm. Horizon into the mountains or Call of the Mountains. It's going to be a VR version of uh, of Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon Forbidden West, and it's going to be a launch title with a uh, PSVR two, which I'm looking forward to. So, I mean, I Quince cannot imagine up. how that would look. It's going to look I have so the 50, good. Uh, Multiverse books right here. There you here. go. What is that? A, <laughs> is that a, it's a church's it's a business it's a church's card. chicken card? It's a, it's a business card for some some, some random person. Yeah, well, <laughs> I I have been playing Destiny, of course, but there's been a uh, an issue with there's uh, a there was like a new game mode that came out in December. There's uh, a returning. And uh, it was putting blueberries, as we call them, or under light and new new light players into a game mode under severely under leveled. And they were going against champions, which are very difficult enemies. And you need special mods, armors to deal with this. So the the Destiny community, and I did this a little bit with my uh, friend of mine, Olivia, we're going in under leveled so that we're matchmaking with the under light. Uh, players, and once we get mm-hmm. into the game with them, we put our armor back on. We're at full power, and we're like rescuing these uh, these new Destiny <laughs> players and pushing them through. Um, Sounds like Rob getting them through. He plays with me on Destiny game on Division Two. <laughs> there was and, actually uh, an article I read about veteran players doing exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and Bungie today they actually came out with um, an emblem for people that are helping. Uh, push players through 
because I didn't even think about that. Like, I'm, I'm my, my light level is always current, but that game mode, like the enemies in there, like we're crushing them. But if you're under level, they're saying that um, it's taking them like 30, 35 minutes. People are quitting the mode. And, wow. uh, you know, one some people like uh, that current light level are carrying whole teams by themselves. It takes a long time, but it's just one of the reasons why Destiny, like, we complain about the game, but the players and the community, it, it's really good. And uh, it's funny, when we were doing it, you know, we were checking the roster to see who was loading in with us. And it was a bunch of people pretending to be under light, but they were really full. like, oh, well, we're technically only saving one or two people here. Uh, so after this, I will jump in, make sure I get my emblem, do the requirements, save some blueberries, and then, uh, you know, go to bed. I got a long day tomorrow. <laughs> hey, hey man i'm with you team daddy stuff man but man it was great talking to you guys i missed you guys um tosh welcome back mike glad you're feeling better oh yeah thank you and uh yo, thank you thank yeah. you yeah love hey, it before we wrap up i wanted just to point out that a new night naomi show is going to start next week on the cw oh word that's right it starts tuesday you heard about cw right it might be getting sold yeah. yeah, they don't know what's going to happen with those shows moving forward, which is crazy. I, I mm. They have to be just moving to HBO Max, right? You would think? I would think so. I would think so, but they can shorten them seasons. The, 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 TV isn't 20 episodes anymore. That's a lot of TV. And Netflix has killed that. 10, 12 episodes is a good season nowadays. <laughs> Give me quality over quantity. Yeah, I, that's exactly. But... Uh, I'm, I'm that Naomi. I wouldn't mind talking about that next. We want to see that. I read that comic. It was pretty interesting. I read the first two mm-hmm. and I heard it didn't open up until like three or four into it. I think it only went to six. So yeah, it, but it, when it opened up, it was there. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll definitely I'll go back and check that out. Man. Yeah. That's good news. Oh, that's Black Lightning's daughter, right? No. Is it? No, this is. No. She was a, she's an this alien. Is, uh... She's from another planet and. She mm-hmm. ends up in a town. It was one of those uh, Bendes projects. I think it was. Oof. Oh, was like two years ago. Yeah, about Mike? that, maybe two, two or three. Yeah. Uh, I read the first issue. I read. I read I the first two, and I came back. I think Jay got me to come back to it because I only I only bought one. Now I'm like, okay, I'm good. And me too. I think Jay got me to come back to finish the whole thing. Huh. Well, thank you, Jay. Miss you, guy, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Anybody else? Anything else? Anything quick? Slow. Nothing. All right, good, good man, great. Like I said before, full episode. It's great hearing everybody, man. We're gonna be up to uh, full power here pretty soon. We've we've uh, we've teased with it, but I think we'll get it. Um, get all of our, all of our cast here on pretty soon. So, well, from Cosmic Lou, Mike Jones, Quincy Price, Tosh, that one guy, Rob, man. Uh, this is the multiverse. Uh, podcast and we're done remember be kind to all people because you never know what they're going through all right so until next time we're out peace peace yep hey is that is that jeff